0: Broadcasting live from the beautiful Hyatt Regency Savannah For Georgia Economic Developers Association 2022 Conference It's time for Association Leadership Radio Brought to you by the Georgia Center for Employee Ownership Now, here's your host Lee Cantor here, another episode of Association Leadership Radio. And we're so excited to be here at this event, the Georgia Economic Developers Association's annual conference. And so excited to be talking to our next guest, Stacey Watson, Georgia Ports Authority. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, uh, for folks who aren't familiar, can you tell us a little bit about Georgia Ports Authority? How are you serving folks?
1: Yeah, um I'm uh the director of economic development with the Georgia Ports. I've uh, been with the Georgia Ports for about well, a little over 30 years now. So I've seen our terminal, our our, our port and our business just grow phenomenally over that 30-year time period. Um, In Savannah, Georgia, which is where we're having this conference, we are the third busiest gateway for international trade uh, right here in Savannah. After Los Angeles, Long Beach, which is one gateway on the West Coast, you've got New New York, New Jersey up in the Northeast, Southeast, Savannah doing about um, 5.8 million TEUs, 5.8 20-foot containers on an annual basis. So, you know, I like to tell people we're kind of a big deal in this area.
0: Right, but you're a big deal where the average Georgian probably doesn't understand the impact of having a port like this uh, in our state. Can you share a little bit about the importance of the ports and how they impact not only just the state but the region?
1: Yeah, it is... you know, the governor of the state of Georgia, which is our boss, Governor Brian Kemp, uh, one of his top priorities is working with small business. OK, uh, we work with uh, small business, medium sized businesses, larger businesses to offer services, to offer facilities, to offer resources for international trade. OK, we work with uh, the Georgia Department of Economic Development. We work with many different sources to facilitate to have the appropriate facilities, to have, you know, the ship to shore cranes, to have the land, to have the IT infrastructure, working with the Georgia Department of Transportation just to create a positive economic impact on the state for employment, for investment, and just having a great platform for the state of Georgia to attract new business and a great platform for no, those new businesses to, and, and existing businesses to uh, thrive and to grow.
0: And um, just recently with the dredging, so you were able to get the depth, yes. the right... Yep, that was a game-changing thing, and again, I don't think the average Georgian understands or appreciates the importance of something like that happening. Yes,
1: that that was huge for us um, in international trade. Uh, just like in any other business, there are economies of scale, all right? The more containers that you can fit or, or, or a shipping line can, that, that can fit uh, on one sh- container, one vessel, the um, more profitable, really, that they are. They can handle more freight on a single vessel versus deploying two. Two, three vessels to handle that same amount of freight. And that's just an example. So the trend in international trade and international shipping is, is, is larger ships. Um, we in Savannah, we work the largest vessels that can uh, call on the East Coast. And those are about 16,000 20-foot containers uh, capacity on board a ship. Those ships are getting larger. As they get larger, they get deeper. And we have to compete with other port cities and other port complexes for business. So if we're not um, deep enough, if we don't have the adequate infrastructure um, on the water side to accommodate those deep draft vessels, then that vessel will go to another port that has that infrastructure and we will miss out on opportunities. So fortunately, uh, last year, 18 months ago, we completed what we call our SHEP program, the Savannah Harbor Expansion Plan. And we deepened our river to a depth of 47 feet at um, low tide. So that was a huge game changer for us. It allowed us to continue handling vessels that had been, you know, originally coming through the port and it allowed us to actually work larger vessels that um, actually coincided with the Panama Canal's expansion. Uh, The Panama Canal got a new set of locks about four years ago, uh, 2016-2017 time period. So we do more business with the Panama Canal than any other port in the United States. So the ability to handle the types of vessels and the size of vessels that are transiting the Panama Canal It's Savannah first. It was a win-win for the state and a win-win for the Georgia Ports Authority.
0: And the ramifications of not doing it would have been a domino effect that would have impacted not only the state, but the region, right? Most definitely.
1: Most definitely. Uh, There's a lot of infrastructure outside of our terminal gates that is really dependent on a productive and efficient port. Um, In the local area within a 30-mile radius, there's about 90 million square feet of industrial space, warehouses, and distribution centers that is actually existing. And um, over the next 11 to 12 months, there will be another 10 or 12 million square feet that will be delivered. And about half of that is already pre-leased. So by having the adequate infrastructure on the terminal, by having the deep water, by having the equipment, we're supporting jobs. We're supporting investment outside of our terminal gates, especially regionally. Um, um, lots of import distribution centers, lots of manufacturing. Uh, we do about 34, 35 percent of our business with Northeast Asia, which is the manufacturing capital of the world, mm-hmm. if you would. And um those connections to those markets is actually a benefit not only to the ports, but to the citizens of Georgia and especially the local area. Now, talk about
0: the Georgia Economic Developers Association. Uh, why was it so important for you to get involved in a leadership position with that o- association?
1: Oh, this is, the in, this is the organization that allows um, um, uh, continuing education. It allows us to uh, network it allows us to benchmark best practices, um, and it allows us to get our message out. Um, logistics is very important uh, to the state of Georgia and the local area, and uh, uh, my voice is 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 heard as far as the 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 representation for the Georgia Ports Authority on the economic development side. So uh, uh, those connections, Georgia has 159 counties, which is a lot. Of counties and uh, each one of those counties, the majority of those counties have development authorities. So we have to tap into those resources to allow those development authorities to actually go out and market their sites, market their buildings to, you know, my preference would be a port user. My <laughs> preference would be a high, high volume, high velocity right. port user. So you know, it's options, you know, uh, 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 development authorities, communities like manufacturing. They like logistics. They like call centers. So having a diverse um, industry base is um, highly desired uh, uh, within the economic development community. So we've got our little slice of that pie with the logistics and the manufacturing. And this is a great platform for us to uh, promote um, um um, everything that we do and our capabilities and assist those communities uh, so that they're ready for um, new opportunities.
0: Now, any advice for members or new members uh, on how they can get the most out of their membership? What would you recommend if you were g- going to advise a young person or maybe somebody new to the association to wring out the most value?
1: Oh, yeah, that's easy. Network, network, network. The economic development business is all about relationships. You develop relationships. You build rapport. You're, you know, connecting with the property developers. You're connecting with site selection consultants. You're, co- co- you're connecting with your colleagues around the state. So definitely get out there. You know, go to the dinners. Go to the lunches. Go to all the classes that are offered, um, and become a part of the organization and help and assist um, uh, the economic development the economic development efforts of the state. I mean, it's an important uh, career. It's an important um, um, sector for the success of of, of the state of Georgia. And it's a pretty tight knit community, but it's also a welcoming community as well. So we welcome these folks with open arms. We, we've got a lot of new people. Um, I've been in this business, the economic development business, about 20 years. I've been with the Georgia Porsche 30 years, so it's good to see a lot of the old faces. I'm becoming one of the old faces, <laughs> but it's also great to um, see a lot of new young people um, 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 enter into this industry. So
0: Now, are you seeing young people gravitate to kind of logistics, supply chain um, or is it something that there's an opportunity maybe uh, for the association and to really kind of lean into or help educate and incent young people to get involved in this industry?
1: In the logistics industry or economic development industry? Just uh, In both, really. Yeah. Um, you know, the logistics industry, um, yes, we definitely want to encourage as many young people as we can. Because it to- may not
0: be top of their right, radar. Right, exactly.
1: Just- Exactly. And that's one of the things that we're doing. We're, You know, this is a separate initiative that I'm working on with um, um, some of our our colleagues with Georgia Power, some of our colleagues with uh, some of the private industry and some of the, the development authorities in the area to promote logistics as a career, mm-hmm. not just a job. You know, to promote the logistics industry's um, uh, uh, like a, a career ladder. You can start out working on the trucks, you know, loading and offloading trucks, but there's also opportunities to get up to equipment operators, to foremen, eventually management, working on the IT side, all those support industries. So, you know, that's one thing that we haven't done a great job of, you know, not just in the, in, in the state of Georgia, but in the country is promoting logistics as a career. Right. Cause not it's not your
0: grandfather's logistics. Like it is this not. isn't, uh, like back in the day with, it you not. know the carrying boxes and lifting heavy things there's it a lot of not. robotics there's a lot of um, kind of new technology exactly so that that means that it's open to you know women as as well as men and it's an opportunity for women that they're probably not even
1: considering it a lot of times you got it you hit the nail on the head i need to interview you and get a testimony from you as well
0: (laughs) but that but that's where the opportunity lies right where this is a whole pool of candidates that maybe haven't been touched before or Mm -hmm. even aware
1: on the it side on the maintenance side Mm -hmm. um yes there there are many opportunities and just that perception that you know if i'm in logistics i'm going to be you know moving a box i'm going to be driving a forklifter yes you might do that. But that's not all that you can do right. within that career field. So,
0: what do you need more of? How can we help you?
1: We just need more people. <laughs> we need more people working. Um, more population. Uh, just, just, and, and, and workforce is a is a is a is an issue not just you know locally, but you know regionally and statewide. Um, you know, the average age of a truck driver is, what, 56, 57 years old, and not, not a lot of younger people are getting into the industry. Um, and we're starting to see technology again kind of take, you know, fill in that gap. We're mm-hmm. working with, you know, folks that are or companies that are um, looking at um, autonomous vehicles or vehicles that, you know, you can uh, – one following the other i forget the term of it you have a driver in the first vehicle and the second vehicle will be basically be trailing that first vehicle um, so with 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 challenges also come opportunities for innovation sure and we are actually seeing that play out firsthand in the in the logistics industry
0: so if somebody wants to connect with you or learn more about what you got going on what's the best way to do that
1: contact me shoot me an email s w a t s o n at G-A-P-O-R-T-S dot com. S. Watson at ports dot com. And to- if they
0: want to learn more about the Ports Authority, that's the website as well?
1: Yep, www.gaports.com dot com.
0: All right, good stuff, Stacy. Thank you so much for sharing your story. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you.
1: Thank you. Appreciate you for having me.
0: All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll be back in a few at Association Leadership Radio.